You're here, which means that you've found spirit crumbs, leading you to your inner light worker. I will be sharing how these tiny little hints from the universe have led me to where I am today. I hope that by hearing my story and the stories of others, you'll pick up your own spirit crumbs along the way that will lead you to somewhere magical. Thanks for coming along for the journey. Let's see where it takes us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Spirit Crumbs. I am your host, Andrea McCallum, and I am an artist and a healing energy facilitator. I had planned today to do an episode on some tips and tricks for finding balance in my life and helping myself to focus a little bit more and keep my attention on things, but I actually was directed in a slightly different direction. So I will get to what sparked that journey for me, but first I'm going to talk a little bit about what came up today. So I did do a class in the Spirit School Collective today it was manifesting with synchronicity. It was such a fun class and we really did end up having so much synchronicity generated when we did a couple of the activities. Afterwards, I had another meeting and then I had this kind of realization that came up that related to keeping my attention on things and productivity and keeping myself on track. So I finished the meeting and I realized I hadn't eaten all day, first of all. And that happens once in a while when I get really busy and focused on the tasks that I have on my to-do list. That made me kind of sit back and think, okay, I've been trying to find more balance and yet somehow I am still doing this. I'm still not taking care of myself as much as I should. Then I thought to myself, you know what, before I even do that, I really just feel like I need to go for another walk because I only went for a short walk before the class because I didn't have time for my usual longer walk. I looked at my phone at the weather app and it was showing that it was supposed to be raining within the next little while. And I thought, you know what, maybe I don't need to go for another walk now. And then I sat there and had the thought, what, what if it doesn't rain? And I looked at the window and it wasn't raining yet. And I thought, you know what, maybe I'll just miss it. And worst case scenario, so what if it rains? I've been on walks before when it's rained and I just walk until I feel like coming home. I'm an adult. I can decide when to come home. So then I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm just going to get up now while I'm thinking of it because that is one of the practices I have been working on is when there's something that I know I want to do, instead of letting myself think about it too much, I have just been doing it. So I got up, put my shoes on, and started out on my walk. It was actually a really nice temperature. I had my jacket open, and the wind felt so good on my face, and I just thought, you know what, this was a good decision, even if it does start to rain. I took a route that is not the longest route, but long enough that I knew I would get out the extra energy I had from sitting most of the day. And then I got about halfway through the walk and I had been listening to instrumental music and was just enjoying hearing the birds as well. And I all of a sudden was most of the way to like the point where I turn around and thought to myself, it hasn't rained hasn't even had one droplet, nothing. 
And then it made me think to myself, how many times do we stop ourselves from doing something without questioning the forecast? And this can be in lots of different ways. It can be when someone else has maybe done something you've wanted to do and they tell you it's hard or they tell you that it's going to be a difficult path. Maybe you just see a lot of people talking online about how something isn't great, even though you're pretty excited about it. And you just stop yourself without even trying it, without even seeing for yourself. And what was interesting was as much as the forecast was for my city and it was for today, it was for those few hours, but my reality was it was not raining at my window. When I experienced the weather for myself, it was actually pretty nice. And I was thinking about how many times I have listened or even sometimes I think we do it to ourselves and we think that it's someone else. Like maybe the person didn't actually tell you that it wasn't a good idea, but we read into their body language or the words they use or their energy, especially if we're sensitive people, it can be easy for us to read into people's energy. And, you know, Danielle Serank, she was talking in the collective about expectations. And that kind of got me thinking because that was the line of questioning I had for myself was, how often do I do things with the assumption that someone thinks that of me or thinks that I shouldn't do something when really maybe the body language I saw was them interpreting something in their heads. Maybe they're thinking they should have done something that they wanted to do. Maybe they're thinking about what they want for dinner that night. You never really know unless you like, how often do we have actually asked the person? And this message just seemed really potent when I was walking. And what was interesting was I had thought to myself before I left on the walk that I would kind of get my thoughts together for specifically this podcast episode about the focus and attention and getting in the flow state and the clarity, all of that stuff. But this just kind of pushed to the front of my head, which happens sometimes when I even will like change meetings or delay talking to someone because it just feels like there's something that's yet to come, which makes me hopeful that maybe I'm going to find something even more incredible about the practices I've been trying for my productivity and attention and all of that. There could be an, a, a breakthrough as well. So I do try to trust timing. Today I was talking about synchronicity and spirit crumbs in the collective. And one of the things that I talked about was the fact that I will often know when something is meant for me or not. And that's kind of how I do this podcast. I am pretty good at keeping myself on track for doing an episode a week and sticking to my plans, but some weeks it just doesn't work out. There was a week when I just didn't do one, I think last month. And I'm starting to trust myself more that it feels better and I think hopefully you find it more impactful when I go with what is inspiring me the most in the moment. And something I did want to share that is kind of the, I guess, precursor to next week's episode when I'll go over all of the practices I've been trying. But what started it was that I have had for the last couple of years, which I've talked about, 
a lot of anxiety and it's peaked up at different times where I'm just like, I know I don't consciously feel anxious, but my body feels anxious or I'll know that the amount of activation that my body is feeling is not really equivalent to what it's reacting to. And I, in the last couple of weeks, especially last week, my nervous system was super activated and by things that weren't necessarily consciously bothering me, like I said, there were a few things that happened where I was like, okay, this makes sense. But I found that I was able to kind of walk myself through it more than before. So that was a good sign. And what had kind of made me be able to calm down more is that I went back, uh, going back a few weeks, I started realizing that in order for me to really feel clarity and to be able to fully give into that feminine energy of just receiving and resting, I needed my body to match that. And I've talked a lot about how I've really leaned into that consciously and even like spiritually, I've stopped trying to force things and I've, I'm really proud of myself for how much I've kind of given into that. But I realized that the one thing I haven't fo focused on is my body. It still was like in full panic mode when I was just sitting here, like there's nothing really that bad happening. And then, you know, when I, when you think about how I started this episode saying that I forgot to eat for an entire day, I was like, yeah, there's definitely a disconnect still between my body and my mind and my spiritual being, my soul. And in order to work on that, I really needed to figure out what would help me feel connected to my body. And when I started thinking about the anxiety, I was like, you know what, even though I consciously know that I'm doing a lot better with balance and whatnot, there's still this feeling of overwhelming anxiety that comes up. And I was like, you know what, this is in my body. This is not a mental thing anymore. I've cleared out a lot of the mental clutter. I have done a lot, a lot, a lot of mindset work and shadow work. So I was like, you know what, the emotion code came up a whole bunch and I realized, okay, I think I mentioned this last week, maybe it's time to go to an emotion code practitioner. And I did. And I think I also mentioned that overwhelm was one of the only emotions that came up to the surface. I counted it up and out of 23 things, 23 trapped emotions that I had released through these sessions, 16 of them were overwhelm. And I'm pretty sure only one of them was mine. And so you can see how this makes sense that even though consciously I was like, I've done a lot of work and I know that I'm not actually feeling this, it's because it wasn't mine. It was just trapped in my body, my mind and my spirit and my general energy knew that it wasn't mine and that I wasn't overwhelmed. I wasn't really anxious, but my body did not get the memo. My body was like, no, I'm 1000% sure that there is some overwhelm here. And then I realized when I was talking to the practitioner, she's very intuitive as well. I said to her, you know what? I think like my goal is to be feeling more clarity so that I can relax and I can actually sit still without feeling like I have to physically be doing something. And I can't do that as long as I have this overwhelm. So I'm so grateful for these sessions because already I realized they helped me walk through the steps of like telling my body 
that it was okay and not going with the emotion, not going with the feeling. So it's already making a difference, but it just, you know, made me realize that I still have to do some work with the body. Now, if you're not sure what the emotion code is, I guess I should have led with that. It is a system that was created by Dr. Bradley Nelson. And what he talks about is how our bodies store trapped emotions. And this can be from our own lives. It can be absorbed from other people. It can be inherited from our parents. It can be from generations back. And, you know, I think that we kind of don't think of, we think of past lives and we think of generational trauma, but there's also these just emotions that are attached to that, that are not even ours. And you're able to, through this method, by doing muscle testing, I use a pendulum when I do it for myself, but um, you test for if it's, you know, yours or inherited, you test for, there's like a chart that's like the parts of the body and then like two different columns for different categories of emotions. And you test to figure out where the emotion is. You ask if it can be released. You use a magnet if you're doing, or you can just use your hand for the intention and like swipe over your head to release it. And then it releases from the body. And I have noticed really, really big shifts in my energy first when I did it for myself a bit earlier last year and then majorly in this these past couple sessions and I think for me because I want to get more attached to my body I want to bring it back together that was actually one of the things she did in the session was like reconnect my spirit body and my physical body and I think that's why I was feeling it so much this week because it was like oh I disassociated from my body so that I wouldn't have to feel it. And then it was my mind running the show being like, okay, we have to keep busy. We have to keep busy in order to like regulate my body. I'm not a doctor, but this is just like intuitively what I've been piecing together in the last couple of weeks. And so it makes sense that now I'm feeling it, but I'm now feeling it so that it can come to the surface and I can start to train my body to know that it is safe, that it's okay, that we are not really in danger. These sessions I'm going to continue doing. And so I think, honestly, I have a session this week and I feel like there's going to be something that comes up that I'm going to want to share before I start sharing any of the things I've been trying for that. In the past, I let myself get to burnout, which I think is like, I think my own emotions are going to be coming up because most of those, most of those 16 overwhelm emotions that I released were not even mine. So it makes sense that some of them would be mine. And I'm sure we'll get there once I've released all the stuff that's not mine. And I'll be left with just my own. But I think that in terms of me moving forward with this, I have to say I'm actually, I don't say this often, but I've been trying to say it more. I'm actually really proud of myself for taking action and doing something that's self-care. That's, you know, investing in a service and in a practice that is actually helping me to move forward for my body because, you know, spiritual development, personal development, like I said, I've been very diligent at that work, but my own being in my own physical body has not been uh, an easy transition, an easy practice for me. I talked before about how dance came to mind and how that was a really emotional realization that I loved dance when I was younger. And I think it was kind of like those 
emotions in my body being like, remember me, I'm here. And I was ignoring it for, you know, a long time. And so I'm really looking forward to see what happens when, you know, all of this overwhelm is out of my body and I'm able to actually feel genuine emotions. I should actually mention too that in the session, what we're working on is not even just like the regular emotions. It's called a heart wall when you just can't feel, you know, the joy and the positive emotions because there's so much built up. And so we're not even at the, just the regular emotions. We're like two sessions in and we're still just at the heart wall. And who knows how long that's going to take because we really do build it up. And what I said to my practitioner when we started was that my main goal was to be able to feel more joy and feel more excitement and love. And it's not that I don't feel those things, but I just like, I, a lot of the time I catch myself just knowing that I should be feeling that emotion. And I realize like, I'm not actually physically feeling it. I do sometimes, but a lot of times I'm just aware of the emotion. It's more like, it's almost like I'm experiencing my human emotions, the way I experience emotions through like the clairs, through like the like psychic senses. Like when I'm doing a reading for someone, how I'll just like know it's sadness or sometimes I'll start to feel a little, but I'll be just like cognitively aware of it. Or I'll like hear the emotion in my head, like, oh, sadness or, oh, you know, grief. And it's almost like that's how my body started processing my own emotions. It's like I like detached my physical body where it's just like, oh, I'm aware of you. And then going back to the synchronicity, this still relates to the body and that like reconnection of my body. Because after I had my session last week, for a couple of days, I kept feeling this like buzzing feeling and feeling like I would get like lightheaded for a second and then like snap back in. And these were days when I ate. So <laughs> today I would have been like, you just didn't eat. But these were days when I was like doing really well. Like I was in a, on a roll, like really productive. Like I said, I've been implementing these things. I felt really good, had gone for walks. And I was just like, this is weird. And then there was a day, I think it was Saturday, when I was sitting and I was concentrated, moving through my work, doing good. And then all of a sudden I felt my head almost like it was being, I want to say like electrocuted, but not like it wasn't painful. It was just like, sh like buzzing, like vibrating. And I almost felt like I was looking straight, but like my head detached, moved over, had this buzzing weird thing happen. And then it like came back and like detached and like reattached. And I felt like disoriented. My vision went weird and I felt like dizzy and it felt like it just was like, I like clued back in and I was like, whoa, that was super weird. And I had this knowing at that moment, like, oh, that was an upgrade. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because, you know, my, I knew that she had like reattached my body and my spirit body. And I'd been thinking a lot about downloads and getting a lot of messages. And then my mom and I sometimes pull cards for each other. And she pulled two for me. And it was crown chakra upgrade and soul star chakra upgrade. And I was like, oh my gosh, that was like my validation. And we're very like, we don't pull cards for each other often. So when we do, they're usually very, very accurate. And I was blown away. I was like, mom, you have no idea. I had, I we usually like message back and forth and I had to like send her a voice me message to like explain to her this experience that I had had. So then fast forward to this week and I, you have to listen to the things that make you go woo podcast. It's Emily and her stars, Emily Barnard. She did her monthly astrology forecast, which is always amazing. And I was like obsessed as usual. 
And the one thing that really stuck out to me was the transit between Jupiter and Neptune. I am not going to try to explain it to you. I want you to go listen to it because she did a bonus episode just about that transit. And the transit is happening, peaking at least today on the 12th when this podcast episode comes out. And I was also very aware that this was going to be huge for manifesting. And I've been thinking about Jupiter a lot. Jupiter's in Pisces now, but my Jupiter is in Aries. And I always feel this lucky, expansive energy during Aries season, which is kind of what I've been feeling the last couple of weeks. It's been having a lot of ups and downs, but I feel like I'm actually finally moving forward on things and it feels really good. And so I just wanted to put it out to you because I had done this um, session today on manifesting with synchronicity. I also have my energy and art session this Thursday, and it's going to be energy healing. And I do feel like there's going to be like, it feels very potent. And I feel like these upgrades are like, my hand is actually vibrating as I'm talking. This is very weird. Um, But I feel like there's a lot around these two sessions that I have coming up. I have that one, which is on Thursday, and you'll have a piece of art that you make or, you know, a sketch or something that you'll be able to look at and like feel into the energy. And then I'm doing one the following Thursday, that's going to be the same as well, not the same, but similar to the session that I did today in the collective, it's going to be about manifesting with synchronicity and there will be activities. So you'll be able to bring a random book and a deck of cards, whether it's um, tarot or Oracle, if you have it or another book, if you'd like, and it's open to anyone. It's free to register. Um, I haven't done a free event in a while, so it's open to anyone, even if you did already do it in the collective, you'll get different messages because different people will be drawn. It's always a different energy. And what I can tell you is the group today, everyone's messages were very similar. And it was super interesting because I was trying to keep it super light and, you know, very fun. And we still got some pretty healing messages come through. So it all depends on the energy of who's there. I'm really looking forward to both sessions and I just feel like this manifesting energy is really potent. So I would say to you today, and there's a full moon on Saturday that this week really, really get clear as much as possible, which is why, like I said, I think this clarity has been so important in my head for the last few weeks, like getting rid of all the clutter, getting rid of this overwhelm. My crown is tingling as I'm talking about it. And being able to get very clear on what my next steps are going to be and what's important to me. So I would invite you to do the same. Just really think about what lights you up, what makes you feel really excited, and maybe what habits are the ones that are really making it difficult for you to make those moves forward. Whether that's being stuck on your phone all the time, whether it's being distracted and choosing to do anything but what you're supposed to be doing. And maybe it's just that you find yourself not being able to sit still for very long. These are all things that I've been dealing with. And I feel like it might be something that resonates with you as well. So as promised, next episode, I will be talking about the things I had come up as spirit crumbs and messages I received, as well as the actual tangible things I have been doing that have been making a really big difference for helping me keep a balance in my life and also stay on top of things. 
and sit still long enough to do one task at a time, which is a feat in itself. So I am sending lots of manifestation vibes to you. I hope to see some of you this Thursday in the energy and art session and the following week for manifesting with synchronicity. I'll probably remember to remind you next week, but just in case you might want to go to the link in my bio and register now. And I also hope to be able to hear lots of fun stories about the synchronicities that show up for you in the next week. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Spirit Crumbs. You can find me on Instagram for this podcast at Spirit Crumbs. Or you can also find me at Concrete and Crystals for my own spiritual offerings and more tidbits about my own journey. Thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode.